Hello and welcome to From No Crypto to No Crypto, Cryptocurrency Podcast. This is Blockchain Wayne. Today's episode is brought to us by Coincierge Club, mobile private key wallet and point of sale solution. Coincierge Club makes purchasing easy, safe, and the overall process more efficient while costing less, helping to make cryptocurrency mainstream. Let's take a look at the market update. We are sitting a little bit better than we were before. Uh, Bitcoin slightly up about two point two and a half percent from where it was yesterday. We did see a spike at one point where we were hitting sixty five hundred, but it's a mixed bag for the market. Uh, half market's green, half the market's red right now. So the bear is still in control. All right, let's pop open a beer and head on over to the news of cryptocurrency news of the day. All right, so Binance CEO Changping Zhao rebuffed criticism that the exchange listing fees Saturday basically saying that commentators should concentrate on the quality of the coins it chooses to list. Uh, if you remember yesterday, we talked about uh, Christopher Franco, uh, who is the founder of Expanse. He claimed the exchange quoted him 400 Bitcoin, which is right around 2.6 million, to list his altcoin token. Uh, CZ, CEO of Binance claim we don't list shit coins even if they pay 400 or 4,000 Bitcoin. He wrote implying that some tokens did not attract the listing fee based on meeting certain undisclosed criteria. As he also mentioned in the same tweet, Ethereum, Neo, Ripple, EOS, Monero, and Litecoin, and even more were listed with no fee. So they were taking some heat after that claim of them looking to charge 400 Bitcoin to list the cryptocurrency. Uh, so that's what's unfolding right now. So moving along in other news, uh, analysts polled by FactSets suggest that NVIDIA will see increased revenue this quarter despite waning cryptocurrency mining. So NVIDIA is a maker of graphics cards. Saw a huge spike in their business with the rise of cryptocurrency mining. So they're saying that this, in this increase is going to be due to strong demand for gaming devices and data centers. They suggest the company's revenue from crypto mining will decline. It will be offset by GPU, GPU sales for gaming and servers. Uh, so moving along, Dash CEO and former Wall Street executive Ryan Taylor spoke about the recent Wall Street activity seen in the cryptocurrency space. Now, he's referring to Bitcoin futures, which has been a hot topic on, you know, on, on Wall Street and in the cryptocurrency space. Uh, this is his quote. He said, I was led away from Wall Street for two primary reasons. The first is a tremendous opportunity I believe is inherent in the space. This is an incredibly immature industry with enormous potential for well-run projects. The second reason is that this technology has the potential to change the world for the better by empowering some of the most disaffected people in the world with a greater degree of financial freedom. It is truly an exciting place to to be working. Crypto doesn't need Wall Street to grow. It's getting adopted more and more every year with or without it. There are major benefits and drawbacks from its involvement, but I think netting those out, it is an overall positive thing that crypto is becoming more and more integrated with the traditional finance system. So basically saying we don't need Wall Street. Remember Vitalik Buterin, one of the co-founders of Ethereum stated not too long ago that we should worry less about Bitcoin futures and more about making cryptocurrency mainstream and easier to spend and be accepted in more places. All right, so, all right, moving along, Bitcoin has now hit 50% of the entire cryptocurrency market cap. 
And it shortly it happened shortly today around three o'clock UTC time. Uh, coin market caps, Bitcoin dominance rate. It's an indicator that tracks the percent of the total cryptocurrency market capitalization contributed by the leading cryptocurrency. And they reached 50%. Now, what's huge about this, this is the first time since December 19th, 2017. We've seen a lot of altcoins take a beating. And I've mentioned in past episodes that there's a lot of money that's put into a lot of these altcoins that are not going to make it. And we need to see people investing in lucrative products. There's nothing wrong with putting your money into an altcoin. Make sure you understand the cryptocurrency. Make sure you've read the white paper. Make sure you understand what is their functional use case going to be. And then there's nothing wrong with doing that. But as we get some of that money out of the junk coins, it needs to go back into the main ones that have the potential. All right. So saw these two headlines next to each other. thought it was kind of funny. One of them is a study out of Yale, which I mentioned a few days ago on an episode. Basically said, Yale, every portfolio should have crypto, comma, method used by billionaire investors. So that was one headline. And the next headline was, keep your hands off cryptocurrency, economists tells world governments. I had to take a double take. And actually reading into the second headline listed, it's actually a very good article. So prominent economist and editorial director of the American Institute for Economic Research, Jeffrey Tucker. He's urged governments and central banks around the world to let go of the idea of creating state-backed cryptocurrencies and instead focus on the soundness of the fiat system and the banking system. In quotes, he basically just said, leave crypto alone. You know, he stated that the growing cryptocurrency scene is associated infrastructure are the preserve of private innovation and enterprise and that government should not dabble in this field. Speaking about efforts to regulate cryptocurrencies and bring them under government control strictly, Tucker open, Tucker's opinion was that such efforts run in direct contrast to the stated goal of cryptocurrencies, which is the end of a monopoly of money. So basically it's an oxymoron for state governments to try to create a cryptocurrency. It defeats the purpose of what cryptocurrency was created for. Other news, so hashtag find Satoshi. Find Satoshi is the latest effort to galvanize worldwide support in order to once and for all find the creator of Bitcoin, Satoshi Nakamoto. So the group's taken to an international crowdfunding campaign, which enlisted private detectives from all the way from Japan to New York and everywhere in between. Uh, Estonian German Neff has taken to a Russian crowdfunding site, hoping to raise nearly a quarter million dollars to finally discover the true identity of Satoshi Nakamoto Bitcoin's uh, basically creator. So with funds collected, they aim to hire private detectives from all over the world, Japan, New York, London, and Russia. I think it's kind of a waste of money. It doesn't matter who Satoshi Nakamoto is. As you recall, he created a system that can operate independent of who the creator was, which is why once it was up and going, he actually stepped away from the project one of the true premises of what cryptocurrency was designed for to be decentralized, not one person controlling it. And it doesn't matter who the creator is, the code and the blockchain, everything is sound, which creates Bitcoin. And that's really where we are with that. So moving along, let's, let's move on to crypto education. So today I just want to spend some time talking about the MACD indicator and what the MACD indicator is. So there's two ways to use the MACD. And it's to find entries as well as closing a position. So it's based on moving averages. So this indicator would benefit the longer term swing traders more than shorter term day trades. Although you can shorten the moving averages to fit your style of trading. There are two lines in the indicator, the MACD line and the signal line. The signal line reacts quicker to price action than the MACD. 
So basically, a lot of people that I talk to, they want to get involved in cryptocurrency. They want to basically hold for the long term, but they also would like to swing trade. Most people don't have time to sit in front of a computer screen and day trade every day, watch charts and make all these trades every day, but they want to swing trade, right? And the MACD now, that's just one indicator. There's a lot of other indicators you can use in technical analysis. And you want to combine several to form your opinion. But keep in mind, technical analysis is not always 100% correct. It just gives you an advantage to better choose when to buy, when to sell, when to just hold. And the whole goal is to win more than you lose. So you're not going to be right 100% of the time. It's just to focus on winning more than, all, more than you lose. So basically, the signal line is over the MACD. It's a bearish shift in momentum and vice versa. If the MACD is under the signal line, that's a bullish signal. So the further the two lines are away from each other, the stronger the momentum. So the trend is known if the two lines are above or below the zero line. So that's really what you want to look at when you look at MACD, you know, which, which line is on top. And what is the spread? Are they tight together? Are they further apart? A lot of times you'll see those MACD crossings typically indicate a, a pattern shift, whether it's shifting from an upswing to a downswing or downswing to an upswing. Typically what you see whenever you see those lines cross. So divergences are when the MACD is showing an opposite trend than the price action. Divergence may indicate an upcoming shift in momentum. This method may have some false signals, so make sure to use price action as your main component to determine your trades. As I mentioned, this is just one indicator I've seen many times where we've seen the MACD crossing. And if you would have just relied on that one indicator, you would have made the trade and you, you see it quickly crosses, crosses back again and continues to move in the same direction it had been moving. So remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. When you're look, looking at charts or you're following people that are posting charts, make sure you take a look, do your own research, consider whatever you read to be a second opinion. Uh, especially when it's from a stranger on the internet, make sure you are doing your own research and following that. So MACD is what we talked about tonight. Over the next few episodes, I am going to cover different indicators, just some main ones of what to look at. And I will be posting some information on the Facebook page under the same name from no crypto to no crypto about more information about how to learn technical analysis. Also, as I mentioned in the past, any news article we reference in this podcast is also posted on our Facebook page under the same name from no crypto to no crypto. If you want to get some more information on where to learn more about cryptocurrency, we have a beginner's guide on Amazon. It is a very short 40 page read that gives you the basics of what you need to know, just whether you're just getting started in cryptocurrency, maybe you've been in a little while, want to, want to increase your knowledge. That book is not designed to give you all of that knowledge, but it gives you all the resources of where to find everything. Uh, and it's under the same name as the podcast from no crypto to no crypto. That is it for our episode today. Thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.